Reports from Carlow County Council by Suzanne Pender. Delay in completing works at Dolman is total disgrace. The OPW's extraordinary delay in completing works at the Browns Hill Dolman has been described as utterly inexcusable and a total disgrace. For seven months, one of the county's top tourist attractions has remained closed to the public, with visitors turned away daily from the historic site. Councillor Fergal Brown implored the Council's Chief Executive Kathleen Houlihan to demand that the Office of Public Works, the OPW, take urgent action and complete the work by this Monday the 21st of June, which marks the summer solstice. I'm calling on the Chief Executive to please intervene. We are called the Dolman County for a reason, and as a Carlow native yourself, I'm asking you to take action, insisted Councillor Brown. Speaking at the recent meeting of Carlow County Council, Councillor Brown remarked that a 4,000-year-old right-of-way has been effectively blocked off for the first time in centuries. With visitors still regularly calling to the historic site over the past few months, only to be turned away. Work that started in November and was meant to take four weeks is still going on and it's a total disgrace. I'm asking the Chief Executive to take urgent action on this, added Councillor Brown. Councillor John Casson agreed with Councillor Brown, adding that the work has been dragging on and needed to be finished urgently. Motion on Palestine shelved to facilitate photo shoot. New Cahirlach, Councillor Finton Phelan, was accused of being more interested in getting his photo taken than dealing with the important issue of Palestine. In a dramatic end to the recent meeting of Carlow County Council, Councillor Adrienne Wallace was incensed when her notice of motion on the issue of Palestine could not be heard due to time constraints. Under COVID-19 guidelines, in-person local authority meetings cannot last longer than one hour and 55 minutes. So with a large agenda and an AGM to get through at Monday's meeting, time was of the essence. With almost three quarters of the agenda completed, the meeting reached the magic one hour and 55 minutes, with Cahirlach Phelan announcing that all other matters now had to be adjourned. A furious Councillor Wallace erupted and stressed the importance of her notice of motion which called on the Council to condemn the actions of the Israeli state and agree to write to the Irish and British governments urging them to expel from office Israeli ambassadors with immediate effect. What particularly galled Councillor Wallace was that earlier the meeting had been suspended for 15 minutes to allow the newly elected Cahirlach to get his photograph taken for the Nationalist. So this meeting was stopped because you wanted to get your photo taken, Councillor Wallace argued. Cahirlach Phelan consulted council officials, but Director of Services Michael Rainey was adamant that the meeting could not last longer than one hour and 55 minutes. This is deeply unfair and anti-democratic, stated Councillor Wallace, who repeated her point about 15 minutes of the meeting being used up because of a photo call. Councillor William Patton agreed, pointing out that Councillor Wallace had submitted her prepared notice of motion 10 days in advance and had followed correct procedure. Then people bring up all sorts of topics without advance notice and suddenly now the time is up, he argued. Councillor Wallace asked that her notice of motion could be heard first at the next meeting, but she was informed that standing orders did not allow this.
I don't like the time limits either, remarked Councillor Phelan, adding that Councillor Wallace's motion would be the first notice of motion at the July meeting. Director Slam's Who You Know remark about housing. The notion that social housing is allocated by virtue of who you know is a disservice to the professionalism of the housing office, a council official stated. Director of Services Michael Brennan made the remarks at a recent meeting of Carlow County Council as members were discussing the draft housing allocation scheme. The revised housing allocation scheme details the criteria surrounding the allocation of homes in the county, including government policy and issues such as succession. The scheme also reduces the letting priority of those on the housing list from two years to 18 months. Mr Brennan stated that the allocation of housing was a reserved function of the council executive and is based on government policy. Mr Brennan took exception to public comment which stated that housing is allocated by virtue of who you know, adding this was a disservice to the professionalism of the housing office. Councillor Michael Doran asked if the housing department takes seriously or otherwise representations made by elected members. He added that elected members can often be aware of particular cases or issues which could be of some use. Councillor Adrian Wallace called for transparency, adding that a lot of people don't trust the system. She also suggested that some people can fall through the cracks when it comes to the housing list. The people before Profit Councillor stated she had an issue with an aspect of the draft housing allocation scheme which stated that applicants can be removed from the housing list if they fail to notify the council of a change of address while the appeal for this was to the same people who took you off the list. Councillor Andy Gladney raised the issue of a man living with his elderly mother who had previously been living alone. He said an allowance would be lost if the son was placed on the tenancy list. Councillor Gladney stated that the mother had since passed away and the son was told by the council to vacate the property. They gave him time and all that, but he had to find somewhere else to live, said Councillor Gladney. Mr Brennan stated that while the allocation of housing was an executive function, the council do take public representatives into account adding it was important to share the information they may have that the Council hasn't, particularly with regard to antisocial behaviour. Mr Brennan insisted the housing system in place in Carlow makes sure nobody falls between the cracks, and insisted that the Council do not remove anyone from the housing list. In relation to succession, Mr Brennan said that a person must be a resident and must be paying rent for a minimum of 18 months. It can't be a case of where a parent dies and a person appears out of the woodwork. They have to be a resident and paying rent declared in the house and their income taken into account, said Mr Brennan. Sometimes that might seem harsh, but I can assure you we are compassionate. But tough decisions have to be made sometimes, added Mr Brennan. The draft housing allocation scheme was proposed by Councillor Arthur MacDonald, seconded by Councillor Ken Murnane and adopted by members. Drivers are risking life and limb at dangerous junctions. Motorists are taking their life in their hands at a number of dangerous junctions on the N80, a local councillor stated. Councillor John MacDonald raised, highlighting junctions like the Fighting Cox, Ballantrain and others on that stretch of the N80. 
We had a three-car pile-up there recently and two fatalities over the years on that road. At the Fighting Cocks, you'd be taking your life in your hands turning for Nerny, said Councillor MacDonald. I'd like to see some action from TII before there's another fatality there. We need more turning markings. There are a lot of people living off all these junctions and I'd like the council to examine this as a matter of urgency, said Councillor MacDonald. Councillor John Pender agreed, adding that the N80 experienced particularly heavy traffic and that all the junctions are also particularly busy. The council needs to look at all the junctions on the road right back to Carrick Duff, said Councillor Pender. New Enterprise Centre is planned for Bagnallstown. An exciting new development for Bagnallstown that will encourage new businesses and support economic growth has taken its first steps. At the recent meeting of Carlow County Council, the Council Executive outlined plans for In Carlow Enterprise and Innovation Centre in Bagnallstown, a new development in partnership with Carlow County Enterprise Centre. Director of Services Michael Rainey stated that as part of its economic development remit, the Council intends to apply to onboard Planala for permission to build an enterprise and innovation centre on a site at Royal Oak Business Park, Bagnallstown. The proposed design includes a mixed-use development with warehouse, manufacturing and office units, a shared services centre with training and development space. Mr Rainey described it as a turnkey office space, but stated that the project depended on funding and the council would be making an application under the Rural Development Project in due course. Welcoming the move, Councillor Arthur MacDonald described it as a pivotal site on the Royal Oak Road. I'm delighted the director is thinking this way and maybe would share it as an initiative in other areas. Long may it last. I'd also like to think that Tullow will be given a turn, added Councillor MacDonald. He stated that he was aware that Deputy Jennifer Murnane O'Connor was also pushing for funding to develop this project. Councillor Michael Doran welcomed the development, describing it as a great chance for small businesses. This is something I've been looking for for a long time, a proper new business location in the heart of the industrial centre of Bagnallstown. I just hope it gets the funding, he added. Councillor John Pender welcomed the positive news for Bagnallstown, but also encouraged the council executive to secure a similar centre for Tullow. Mr Rainey confirmed that this is an ambitious move for Bagnallstown, but added that something similar for Tullow was being considered. World-class facility gets one step closer. A world-class facility for Carlow took a positive step forward recently as Carlow Central Library advanced the planning process for its ambitious plans. Members of Carlow County Council approved a Part 8 for the redevelopment of presentation buildings located at the junction of Tullow Street and College Street, Carlow, to include the library and tourist office. The significant plans for the building were unveiled earlier this year and it is hoped that funding can be secured to advance the project. At a recent council meeting, planning took a step forward with the granting of a Part 8 proposed by Councillor Andrea Dalton. She described the plans as having the capability of providing a world-class facility in our local library while also protecting the heritage of this historic Carlow Town building. The proposal was seconded by Councillor Finton Phelan and unanimously carried by members. 
Councillor Fergal Brown asked about an additional car park in the area and referred to Backland on Tullow Street, which provided great scope for car parking facilities. There should be some parking or even drop-off zones for schools and colleges, he stated. Director of Services Pat Delaney stated that car parking facilities were not included in this particular Part 8 process, but agreed that he would look at the situation.